a cheers to episode 81. Oh my gosh, Dylan, get my back wagon. That is kind of reckless. Well, considering you have a big, you have a big weekend. I got a big weekend coming up where I'm gonna have to drink a lot. So, coffee. Got to start now. I got water. Um, Johnny Walker Black. <laughs> Do not hurt me, <laughs> please. Um, Garrett poured it and said, uh, "You need it for the show." He does encourage us to drink during these. He did fill up my wine glass a couple times and then now i'm finishing with this oh my god you might say some ignorant things um welcome on in to the number one sports podcast in the state of michigan tonight is wednesday july 27th time of recording 8 15 p.m and congrats to you guys you survived another year of faster horses you made it onto this show which is really at this stage in our life, all you can ask for, survive in advance. Monday off is huge. I mean, it's huge. Monday off is probably the greatest thing you could do for your body and for your soul, for your mind. If you don't take Monday off after Faster Horses, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Safely say I'll never not take it off again. I never will. I will. I mean, it's up, it's I life altering. It is. I think the best thing to do is just chugging water, sleeping in, waking up, chugging water, taking a nap, and then starting your day around like noon, one o'clock. Mm. I, I felt more, that I felt more busy but... on my day off than I did actually if like I went to work though. Speaking of that, Evan, so, when I went out there Monday, I, I still have all your stuff. <laughs> yeah, you left. I told you I'll pick it up after league and you left. I, I, ca- I screamed out your name at league and I just didn't hear any response. Well, we know Alex has been... Alex is known to leave early from league, left Evan hanging the week before. I certainly did yes. not leave early from league. We played several extra holes after a pounding that took place. Oh. Um, you shot your handicap. It was your partner that did him. You didn't shoot your handicap out. Correct. I'm not good at golf. Oh, we're back on that. Um, <laughs> this week's show. No, it's perfect. Check-ins, weekly check-ins will be faster horses, dominant. Um, college football talk. We're going to talk about both Michigan and Michigan State's offenses preview going into this season of football. And then we're going to wrap it up with a listener suggestion. The breakfast food snake draft will be happening this show. It's going to be loaded. Form of egg, one meat, one side dish, one sweet item, one beverage. Uh, I'm sure it'll be great. At Shot of MS, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, any social account. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, how you listen. So this is how I want to do it. I think it will be easiest. I'll just quickly do my weekend recap, and then we will dive into Faster Horses, some more details, some questions I have for you guys. For me, I didn't do a ton. It rained here in Minnesota on Saturday. I plan to go explore a little bit. There's a lot of like cool nature areas from whatever because the Mississippi River starts up here. So I was like, oh, let's go see like where the Mississippi River starts. Let's see like there's anything cool just to walk around it dumped um saw some cool lightning strikes though the only two really takeaways i had of just things i realized was alex used to tell me um from his commute to work in southfield from our hometown of just like you get so used to the same drive that you become almost reckless sometimes of when you're gonna get off on your exit because you know you'll be like oh two miles away 
for my exit, I should probably just get in the right lane and chill. But when you do the drive enough, you'll be like swerving over with 0.3 miles left because you're so used to it. That has fully happened to me. The time that I now realize you have left miles wise to get off on your exit comfortably has drastically shrunk in my life. So I will for now ever be like flying in the left lanes, not recklessly, but then you know, half a mile to go. All right, we still got plenty of time to get over and get off. It's just, you just get in a rhythm. And then it leads me to my second point. People out here kind of drive a little slower is what I've noticed. Like on a three lane, four lane highway, the middle lane, the second left, the second from left lane even, will be going 65 and a 70. So it's like I'm going 75, 77 and just flying by people, feeling that like I'm a target for the cops. So it makes me a little nervous, but just an observation I've noticed. But yeah, Alex, if there's anything you like to say, because I know you remember you tell me about that, about how exits really work and how much time you have left. I just got to the point after a while where you don't, you get to work and you're like, how did I get here? I don't really remember. <laughs> I uh, I swerve all around. You just get so comfortable knowing when the exit is. And you, yeah, I've cut off some semis and some cars before. There's no doubt. Yeah, you just you just get comfortable. Probably too comfortable. So, Grant, be safe, man. Yeah, no, great point. Um, be attentive. No looking down at your phone. All right. Faster horses, sold out. The The party of the summer, as they call it. Where do you guys want to start? Memorable moments, favorite moments, worst moments. Where do we start? I think we just go straight in order, day by day. Uh, what is um, Thursday? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. you have a Ask question your questions. First. What would you guys say is like the alcohol that you consume the most of? I mean, Evan's Bush this very simple Bush answer because he drank one thing only and and Jello shots. Yeah, and but, whatever so, somebody but, handed me, I would drink it. But what I personally brought was strictly only Bush Light. You consume the most Bush Light that weekend of like any type of drink. Oh yeah, wasn't even close. Uh, I brought seventy or so beverages, and they were a mixed bag. I drank all of them. So, well, a couple Coronas were left on on Sunday. Damn. Yeah. Thursday, but, you get there. You set up shop. Yeah, Thursday, tents, uh, canopies. You Not really it. that long of a line to wait. Rainstorm? Got in pretty, got in really fast, honestly. No, the rainstorm didn't hit when we got there because apparently the rainstorm caused people to, what my mom was telling me on Monday was that they were backed up sitting on the road for like six hours because of the severe weather coming in and the people that did not get into their campsites in time before this had to sit out on the road for several hours because because they did not happen to us yeah they made the the gate workers go inside to shelter so no one was like checking gates you just Mm -hmm. had to sit on the road oh i did not know that wait so no storm hit when you guys were already set up no we 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 set set up up and drank for a quite a decent amount before any I mean, honestly, the severe weather didn't really happen. Oh, okay. No, it never did. It, it thundered, lightning got super dark around us, and it, it rained never for it sprinkled for twenty minutes, ten minutes, and then we put up the canopy and we're like, we're fine. And then we went to the infield. There's just go, 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 just boozing. Uh, yeah, boozing. Evan and I, we spoke about it, Grant, before the show. We agreed on a on a set number. The number yes. was achieved. The number First was passed. Alex, we got to meet a very nice lady named Brittany. Shout out Brittany from Tennessee, <laughs> right? Yep, from Tennessee, mother of five. 
mother of five came up to a campsite of young adults. Probably mother of six after this weekend. Couldn't talk. <laughs> couldn't, uh, yeah, couldn't speak. Couldn't get mean? her to leave. She was, she was just so plastered, she, was, she couldn't she talk. She was on multiple things, I guarantee it. She was on multiple things. So she things. had to be on some drugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bam. Felt, ba- felt bad for her husband, who eventually came and got her. <laughs> um, it was very awkward. It's very uncomfortable. That's I'm just like picturing the, the husband answers. coming up to your guys' campsite and like grabbing her and being like, hey, babe, we got to go. <laughs> it was weird. But they still I'll had like completely a honest, Thursday night, I don't remember a whole a whole lot of it. No, I barely um, remember leaving. Like, I don't leaving remember. To go to the I remember I don't leaving remember the campsite because Evan was like, you know what, guys? This is probably what, like 1230? One. No idea. And Evan's like, you know what, guys? We're going to the infield. I'm like, all right. I don't and then we just went. And I then after that, it's, it's pretty fuzzy. You just like roamed around. Went to yeah. I think. Yeah. And I think I came back alone, and then Evan was 30 minutes behind me, and then the off-the-podcast story we already discussed. Unless Evan wants to tell the people. I mean, I don't care. You can tell anybody. You can tell you the should, story. Evan, no, you, should tell, it's, you should tell it's, the people. It's all right. Thursday, if we get back. Um, don't know how we got back, but we're back. <laughs> we um, made it back. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I don't remember crawling into the tent. I don't remember laying down. I don't remember how any of this happened i don't i simply don't remember i'm sharing a tent with alex more room for activities outside if we have less tents okay next thing i know i my head is spinning the tent is going like a tornado and i wake up there's zippers i can see them there's like a window in the tent obviously and i'm like undoing it trying to undo it trying go to the left trying side. is a crucial zip word it. here nothing go to the right side zip it Nothing. What does my body instantly do? Go back to the left side. Nothing. I'm just panicking. I'm freaking out panicking. I can't get the tent open. I can't do it. I can't do it. And eventually I realized, hey, maybe the zipper's on the bottom. And I'm just on the ground. Just I, know, I find the oh, zipper, no. just pry it open and just stick half my body out. And uh. I probably did that two or three times during the middle of the night. Got up, mm. walked around, rinsed out my mouth. I don't even know where I walked to. Alex said I was gone for an hour. I couldn't tell you how long I was gone for. It was a long time. Yep. Woke up at what I thought would be like 8 9 o'clock. Uh, no, it is 7 a.m. Oh. We woke up at 7 on uh, Friday morning at Fast Horses. And didn't go back to bed. You slept for like four hours and you have nothing yeah. left in your body. I was like, you know what? I don't feel too terrible. You know, you're drained. I, I'm going to go take a disgusting shower in the mobile showers. Oh. Did that. No. Came back and I was like, wow, you feel like crap. Slept on the ground outside. On the ground oh, yeah. in the middle of all of our chairs. <laughs> I was yeah, there I first. Remember, uh, I remember seeing that photo. Yeah. And then no hair did, on the dog for Evan. Yeah, it just didn't get better Friday. Shout out Corm. Happy birthday. His birthday was Friday. Big 2-1. Well, that's a good good time. Here. Big 2-1. So Friday, we'll be looking at getting ready, preparing yourselves for Morgan Wallen. Yes. Hot Friday scorcher. was one of the longest days of my life. It was a scorcher. Just humid because of like the local thunderstorms. Hot. Get in there around 2.33 o'clock. And there's already people waiting in line. 
Um, they did change one thing this year. The VIP section has their own private front row. Mm. So like general mission can't get right. to the front row on mm. the right side. Oh, not bad. So we're like we're like third or fourth like rows back of people, and technically now it's like eight to ten. Still super close. Basically, just put in a whole shift of standing and waiting. Yeah, that's like eight to ten out. Well, hand up. Hours. I didn't make it. I didn't make it. Oh, we were getting bodied. I got just to the point. Bodied. So Evan did not um, get back on the horse on Friday. I, I did have Grant a drink. Gone, yes, I did. I did have a drink. With Grant gone, felt that I needed to carry vibes. So I did get back on the horse. During Jordan thank Davis, you, thank so you for your we're service. Two, two away, right? Jake Owen and then Morgan Wallen. Mm-hmm. At the end of Jordan Davis, they start playing rowdy music. And I swear to God, when Jordan Davis ended, like it felt like 20,000 people pushed forward. And I was just all of a sudden, I could not move. Started spinning. I was like going in and out. I'm like, I'm going to black out like somebody else did last year. Yeah. In the middle of this crowd, if I don't leave. And I'm like, no, no, you can do it. You can do it. And I'm sitting there. My eyes are like closing, like pop down, get back up. Don't feel any better. S- start spinning. I'm like, oh, my God, can't do it. So I stood that long, four hours, four plus hours, and then walked out before Jake Owen and watched the rest of the concert somewhere else. Just kind of farther because away. Because it just got that crowded. It was insane. I couldn't even move. Evan was like, felt like he was like under my armpit. I felt like I was just like suffocating him. Uh, people were just like doing, uh, everyone was doing the wobble. So everyone's dancing amid already not being able to move. And I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever experienced. In did my you life. ever just like, like, let's just lean into it? Like, let's dance crazy. I did, crazy I did everything. I tried everything. I was just moving people, was spreading my arms, nothing. <laughs> just people were just collapsing on me. I felt like at that moment, I was like, I, I, I got to leave. So I did. And I did leave with someone in our group that's like four foot eleven and who couldn't see anyways. So mm-hmm. buddy it's system. Stick the together. worst people of every single concert. The worst I people. I did. I did yell at a group of like six five dudes. Um, for some reason they respected me and didn't want to do anything about it, and they actually just let me go past them. Wow. The because worst were, people. A bunch of people tried to cut in front of us. Are like those people three hours after we had been standing there? Or yeah. the people that have, like, you could just hear them talking behind you. We have to get to the front row. We have to get to the front row for Morgan Wallen. It's like, are you and the only people at this concert that think that they have to get to the front row? We like, had let several You are not entitled to anybody. Last several. year, I, one of the most proud things I've ever done in my entire life was when Marissa and I, on Sunday, got up to you, Evan, and the Jason Aldean group. Because we what you had to do is well thankfully tracy lawrence was an absolute snooze fest before him so what we did was we at the start of tracy lawrence's set which goes at least like 45 minutes we were like back and i was like we're just gonna slowly move into gaps when people leave because he's so bad and we did we just long played it like just sneakily stealthily moved up until we got to like the last three rows and then evan had his classic line to get us in he was like hey that's my girlfriend. <laughs> and I was like, oh, part the seas, let them through. But yes, everybody was saying this weekend. We got so fed up that people were like, dude, my girlfriend's up there. My cousin's up there. And we were like, yeah, we don't care. Dude. So, yeah. so what happened? These dudes. So we've already been passed by enough people. And I, everybody knows I have small 
small anger issue. Yeah, okay? just so a small I just, one. Yeah. So I, I, I snapped a little and I'm like, this dude comes up. He's like, bro, my, my cousin's right there. Well, we know those girls. And I, me and Evan are in the back and all our friends are way up in front of us because we've already been passed by a million people. So I just look at this dude. I'm like, where are you trying to go? Like, what are you trying to do? He just looks at me. He's like, dude, just chill out. Like, I know those people. And I looked at the girls like, you don't know each other. You don't know each other at all. And they're like, oh, that's my cousin. I'm like, no, no, you don't know him. And then I just started like going full snap. And I just started yelling at him. And oh then the, 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 these dudes are huge. They would have kicked our ass. Like, no oh. problem. And I was just yelling at him. And they just got super quiet. And the girl's were like, well, do you, do you want to go in front of us and get back to your friends? And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And we just passed all of them. And then they just talked a bunch of shit behind me the whole time. But uh, somehow, you know, you just stand up for yourself. Sometimes it works out. But I did snap. I couldn't I couldn't stand all the entitled people behind me. Take away from the crowd experience. Jake Owen, Electric Factory. Morgan Wallen. No shoes. Bigger Electric Factory. Mike Posner came out on the stage for Jake Owen. And somebody on this podcast didn't get to see it. I did not see it. I did not see Mike Posner. I heard the performance wasn't good anyway, so so I'm not super mad. He slow he hit sing his slow rendition of it, but I, it was still electric for have Mike Posner come out and sing every single word for the song. What I can speak on is Jake Holm was a very good performer, and Morgan Wallen was fantastic. Yes, it sounded and worth like, the price of admission. It sounded like Friday was the um, main event, like we thought, and that kind of leads me. I saw a lot of. EC Eric Church slander. Oh, um, okay. So Eric Saturday. Church first, stinks. Alex. Saturday. He stinks. Saturday tailgate was fun. Saturday tailgate was fun. Good time during the day. We yes. didn't go in until what? Like we were six, late for six, Brothers six. Osborne. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, we saw wait. the last two songs of Brothers Osborne. It's like seven. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that late, but yeah. Brothers yeah. Osborne performed for like three hours. It felt like. Electric, for so good. Um, yeah, so Eric Church came on, and you had some popular songs. Everybody knows the lyrics too, but he was a complete just utter snooze fest. Dude, he's the most boring performance I've ever. It was the most boring performance I've ever seen. Nico Moon, shout out you. You oh had the God. worst performance of Fast yes. Forces. If it wasn't for Nico oh. Moon, Eric Church would have the worst performance. No, Nico but, Moon, love. He's got two good songs. But they were bad. He was awful. Grant. He was horrendous. He was awful. What about it? Just didn't sound good. I mean, you, you can't sing, it. can't was dance. That, was that on Friday? You guys were in that early. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's not going up. He's anytime. the first one we saw. And yeah, I was like, oh, my God, this is bro. awful. Yeah. Eric Church was slow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just picturing you guys seeing Nico Moon. It's like 3:30, and it's setting in. Like you're gonna be staying in the same spot until like oh, eight hours from now, and you're like, Brutal. oh my God, you're like just baking. It's like, and I gotta watch gonna, people like this perform. It's impossible oh. to go get like a water or a beer if you want it because you're not going to be able to get back to this point. Damn. Rough. But Eric Church, uh, you know, <laughs> performance-wise, just stands there, maybe walks around a little. He walked into the crowd. He ruined Springsteen. Wasn't a good rendition. Terrible good rendition of Springsteen. Every time, every time they say Springsteen, you know, when he sings it, you know, in real yeah. life on the song, he was going Springsteen. <laughs> oh my god, dude! It was awful. Wow. This is the worst performance I've ever seen. He single-handedly killed the infield on oh. Sunday. Wow. Sunday, 
We pack up everything because we don't want to pack it up after the concert. We just pack everything up in the morning. Smart. I'm taking the tent down by 10 a.m. It's it's going down. This bad boy's coming down. And what else are we doing? We're Shout just sitting there. He got the hut hut going. <laughs> then we then we went back to the canopy, sat back around it, and then we're like, do we just want to put everything in the truck and just and go said, to the infield? And I said like, yes. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do that. And so so then we went to the infield again. to party. Um, great time. Drank. Show up to the infield to see somebody, but he wasn't at his campsite. Uh, you're not in his ball. You're not home. We're just going to say anymore. hi. Oh, that G. <laughs> Whoa, a cameo. Look at this. Oh, hi, Em. This, this is wholesome Is this going to be on the pod? This yeah. is on the podcast, yeah. Okay, yeah, so we're I'm just... gonna... How was your weekend, Em? Hey, guys. Well, she, she can't So right now I'm pounding Greek yogurt because the Gillens have horrible heartburn. <laughs> And I had a shot of Crown Royal, and I literally can't breathe. So I'm pounding Greek yogurt. Anything else? <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. All right. That's tell him we, we say good luck on her next adventure. Uh, Grant said good luck on your next adventure in life. Thank you. No, she said thank you, Mom. We're good. <laughs> this is we what happens it. when you're recording. We got it. MC. We got it. Um, it turned out to be a very fantastic time. Just chill. Relax. We booze cruised first time. We did booze cruise. We got yelled at by some random dad to sit down in the back of our Jeep Gladiator, Gladiator cruise down the infield. Oh, so like Gladiator. everybody was driving around just like in the back of the trucks, just like taking in the scenes. And like some of these trucks had like 10, 15 people in the back. Yeah. Okay. This Gladiator it's had five, four. Six. Four. <laughs> Me, you. Four. Cody, Page in the front. Me, you, Joe, Cormac. Cormac. Oh, and Ryan. So there was five of us in the back. Yeah. And this dad, crazy. we were driving by, and this dad puts on this hazards, and he's like, hey, you guys can't be sitting on the edge of your truck. <laughs> what? It's just like a, it's not even a cop, it's just a dad. Yeah, just it was, like a he dude was dude driving like a, a Ford Explorer. A wannabe a cop. Like a sedan or something. <laughs> Let's put his license plate out there. Yeah, but the Let's infield was dead. There was barely any parties. The infield barely was killed any drinking. by Eric Church. This was like two, three o'clock in the afternoon. And it was, a, it was a stunning sight. Eric Church had killed the infield. RIP, Faster Horses <laughs> Infield 2013 to 2022. Death by Eric Church. Eric music. Church. <laughs> Eric Church killed the <laughs> infield. It's funny when you guys say it like that. But don't yes. worry, Cole Swindell and Tim McGraw revived oh. the life of Faster Horses. Yeah, Cole Swindell would have been so cool to see every single one of his performances. Unfortunately. Okay, so we got somebody in, in a situation. Wait, wait, wait. Did he play uh, his news, that new song, like Heads Carolina? Yeah, That's one of my he favorite did. songs right now. now we were there in for that. Oh, so, such a good track. We're with a group of people. One of the guys in our group says, hey, I really want to go in and see Cole Swindell. Not a problem. Okay, it's Sunday night. We can go I in. Mean, I have seen Cole Swindell before. We have. Yeah, but let's but go he's, like the, like, he's the lead He's up. good, he's second. You've got to get already in the infield. He's very We're already good. in the infield. And he... This guy hasn't told us. Is basically lying to his teeth. Let's let's just make a stop and buy the bar, the same bar that I we went to Thursday there. night. I the know bar. girls there. Oh, okay, CT and CT. I think, and I thought he was joking. If you know this kid, you're like, okay, yeah, okay, whatever. We make a stop there. Joke, we right? walk around, <laughs> and it turns in to me and Alex freaking chaperoning chaperone field trip time everybody sign the permission slips turn them into Al- alex and i because jump on a board we're gonna be late into the concert um needless to say yeah there were some 
barely graduated high school people there. Uh-huh. Um, so you no guys names. were like daddy daycare camp. And <laughs> Evan and I were just sitting there. So, someone did provide us shots to make it yes, more bearable. Yes, we got free shots. That was appreciated. They were um, very... Would be familiar with it. the person. <laughs> that should help you, Grant. Um, but all but, in all, it was yeah. a fun time. Got into the Tim concert was really late. good. Tim McGraw was, was good. Great. He was. Tim McGraw was, he was very good. Wow. If you didn't like him, you're a loser. Guess what's going at nine thirty? Nine twenty one. Nine twenty hits. I'm out there. Just all of a sudden, the lights turned off, and he's out there. Nine twenty. Ten minutes early. Let's get the show on the road. Like uh, Tom Coughlin time. Yes. And so in our group chat, we were making fun of Aaron Rodgers. Tim McGraw wore that same exact outfit Sunday Same night. exact one. It's quite the fit. All you have to do is just put a black cowboy hat, and that was Tim McGraw. Uh, but fantastic. You basically know like 95% of his songs. Uh, he played a couple songs like way back when. That kind of forgot how many know. songs of his I knew. I was like, oh, wow. Yes. I've, I've, Very I've popular. heard this song in a long time. Love the blind side. Did like a four four song encore. Yeah. Oh, nice. I, I also told Evan FS versus I have a gripe. Why do people do encores? Why do oh, they do that? They're planned. About, now. We talked about this last year. Remember there was kind of a, a sub tweet because Jason Aldean says I don't believe in that encore. I play my hits and did he Luke, not? I didn't remember, see it, man. Remember Luke Combs Friday night did not play beer never broke my heart and then like came out right away didn't even wait for an encore chant and it was kind of like jason both headliners jason no. saying like that's soft <laughs> these these encores are now like fully planned they're not they're not encores they're like part of the script of the show yeah, and i it's just the like worst. why it's do we do that like it's dumb everybody knows when you just walk off and say you don't say thank you to the crowd you're coming back or haven't played you haven't your, played like, your three hit songs hit. yet morgan wallen we know you're coming back out <laughs> yeah you know who plays all their hits and doesn't do an encore? Keith Jason Urban. Aldean. Keith Urban. That guy Keith. just runs God, it. And that you guy guys, is a performer. We, we, guys, t- we took him for granted the first year. I was a big Keith Urban really hater, did. but I would have died if I could t- to see Keith Urban Saturday night. Grant, wow. I did a lot. Cormac and I really did a lot of Kenny or Keith for free chance. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Saturday night, it was I going think- off left and right. <laughs> We I mean, did not here. know the chant correctly no. for a while, though. Also, he kept saying one, Toby Keith for yes. free. In one of his, in one of his, which Snapchats, isn't a bad deal. It not a bad deal. It's all right. Yeah. But we were like, "Wait, Cormac, what are you saying?" He's like, "Toby Keith for free." We're like, "No, that's not it." I have a couple questions to wrap a bow on it. So it sounds like you guys would both say best performance was Morgan Wallen. Um, yeah, he's yes. fantastic. The lingering question that happens every year: Are how would you guys feel about your age in relation to this? To, I know a uh, long listener of the podcast, Cody, kind of teased it out on Instagram. Like, are you guys feeling, did you walk away feeling too old for this? Or do you think you have a couple more bullets left in the chamber? I got more. I, have a full I, I think I can go. I, I can I think I got a full clip five years. I think I have five more years. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought about it. There were some points where I was like, God, my feet hurt so bad. And I feel like my body is letting me down. But then I... I woke up Monday. I was like, God, that was a blast. I would love to do that again. But like still like full, full bore camping for like those. Yeah. Those, no, yeah, I think so I'm still like, fully in for at least I will be back next year unless the lineup is the worst thing I've ever heard. Did you guys like your new camp spot or will you be pushing for infield spots next year? 
I honestly liked ours. I really liked our camping spot. I like the it's exact location really of our close. camp spot. Of our camp mm. spot. We got two of them right next to each other. Yeah. We had nobody to, if you're looking at our camp, nobody to our left. The bathrooms were right there. And they had like a strip. There was like a light pole. Or it, there was basically just a random pole there. So it was blocking off like a good chunk of it. Mm-hmm. And we had like pretty decent, like friendly neighbors next to us. So And honestly, there was like, everyone's like, oh, if you're not in the infield, like, there's like no young people around you. Everybody around us was young. Yeah. So, and a lot of people just showed up and played games at our campsite, just like you would in the infield. Well, there you go. Yeah, no, I, I like the spot. Where's our, we'll already be look, keeping our eyes on the 20. We have more in the tank, Grant, so we're welcoming you back. 2023, 2023 baby. 2023 horses. lineup. You'll be yeah. back. You can get work at that point. I hope life. to be back. I hope to be back. Um, All right. Another facet of horses in the books. Now, shout out to our campsite to... before we get started. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to everyone in the camp. Yeah, and Evan and I played golf against each other on Monday, and we won twenty-one and a half to eight and a half. Just so everyone else. Oh, I warmed up beforehand, <laughs> and I shot phenomenal. I was like two over yeah. through like seven, eight holes, six holes maybe. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna play this easy and just come <laughs> stunk it up. McGillen's fired in the 30s and just absolutely dominated to continue on their pursuit well, of winning this shot league. two over on the back nine with two birdies. Yeah, well. It was his night, and I was sitting on 14 tee box, and I said it was Your partner didn't help you. You were just along for the ride. Yep. All right. My whole five, Evan, was about done. <laughs> well, you have a built-in excuse of like, well, I guess you're playing against Alex, so you guys were both at faster horses. But if you weren't playing against Alex, you could be like, oh, faster hangover. Faster horses hangover. No. Yeah. Yep. Here's where I talk some college football or what. Yes, I am. Big right. Ten well, Media you Days. Can. I'm like you can fully invested in right? Big Ten Media Days because I've just been watching it and I don't really care about half the people who've been talking. I'm just ready for football. Bro, yeah. how fat is Brett Bielema? <laughs> I have not seen I have not Dude, seen anything I'm excited. It's alarming. Chunky. He's ginormous. When he can't wear a windbreaker, it really stands out. Dude, he's ginormous. He doesn't have a neck. That's because he's watching so much film. Um, yeah, so we went to do, Arkansas and just ate a lot of pig suey, you know? Yeah. What we're going to do is do um, Michigan's offensive preview first and Michigan State's offensive preview next. If people are wondering, like, why so specific? Why starting July 27th? Well, over the weekend, I was, like, looking at last year's college football show. It was, like, two and a half hours. And then I was breaking down, like, all the different ways we talked about our teams. And I'm like, okay, we did both sides of the ball. We did big picture. We did, like, week one previews. And I was like, well, and I was like, all right, if we make each of those their own topic throughout the week, when should we start talking about college football? And it was this week. I was like, this will be perfect. We'll hit each. Well, it's much better to linger it out, build excitement than all in one. So we'll be giving out kind of like little teases leading up to the season. And it starts with offense, the exciting part of the ball unless you're sicko like me last year and started enjoying Michigan's defense and not even caring about the offense. So a lot of changes here. I'm curious to see how you guys view it as the rival as well. But right now we don't know who the offensive play caller is for Michigan football. There are two offensive coordinators, co Matt Weiss quarterbacks, coach kind of came through the Raven system. I believe NFL guy was going to go with coach Harbaugh to the Vikings. If he were to get that job and then, Sharon Moore, coach of the award for the best offensive lineman in the country last year. Again, no known playing caller at this time. That's a little strange. But 
Gaddis left. The offensive scheme should probably be pretty much intact from from what they had. Like I don't think they're going to reinvent the wheel. They know what they have. Um, with that being said, we'll start position groups and the question on everyone's mind, Kate or JJ. So I want to ask you guys before I say where I'm at right now as of July 27th, if you were the coach, who are you starting and why? Oh. What year am I in in my coaching? You're Jim program? Harbaugh going into year eight, I think. Or year then f- I'm year starting eight. J.J. McCarthy. Wow. The air. Because I'm trying to win national championships and Cade McNamara cannot do it. Wow. Child, oh, I'm Cade. just going to be short on that. Everybody knows why. And if you don't, watch the TV. Oh. Um, who I would start or who I think is going to start? Who you, can do you both. would start. But first do who you would start. Who I well, would I think Kate's start. going to start, by the way. Who are you? Who are you, Jim Harbaugh? Like, you know how he slaps their shoulder pads and their helmet? Who is Evan doing that to week one against Colorado State? Colorado State week one. I'm doing that to Cade McNamara. He is the veteran. He is a winner. Um, has a winning start, winning record when he starts. Reigning Big Ten champion as the starting quarterback for the team. The only hoopla behind the kid is is because he's a highly rated recruit. It's the only thing. Um, and then who I think is going to start based off of Jim's press conference is Cade McNamara is going to start. Okay. And I think the good thing is good slash bad. Good thing is Michigan doesn't play anybody non-conference, so you're going to see both quarterbacks quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and just when Jim's talking about Kate, how he's a leader, he was there at Big Ten Media Days. He was talking about how over 50% of Kate's drives lead into points. You don't just rattle off all these stats unless you know who your quarterback's going to be. And then he leads the press conference with a, somebody asked him who the quarterback competition. He says, Kate McMorris, the starting quarterback, is going to be very difficult to beat up. And then he pauses for a second, and then he says the same thing about J.J. It's like, he's saying Cade always first. He's always saying Cade first. I think he knows it's going to be Cade. And a yeah, really I deep mean, part of me thinks like the veterans on the team also want Cade too. Yeah, I agree. I like, if fair. the locker room wanted J.J., I feel like he would go with the locker room. But James is a Two weird guy, too. and he's an old classic guy. But Donovan Edwards and Andrew Anthony want. JJ and the rest of the team <laughs> potentially yeah they came in with them but I think the more I think about like JJ don't get me wrong is very exciting like he fl- he had some blunders last year you guys know uh one of the biggest ones or mm. the biggest one and yeah. he also had some like jaw-dropping highlight plays that Cade just can't do because Cade's not that athletic doesn't have that arm talent as NFL scouts like to say which we are as well so I guess I can use that term without saying NFL scouts use it. Um, but I would start Cade still if I was the head coach of Michigan. Like Evan said, he's a champion. He's lost two games at the University of Michigan when starting. And one arguably was not his fault because JJ was the one who fumbled. Like they were in control. Yes, Kenneth went off. But like the course of that game is different if Cade is in and doesn't fumble that snap. That opens the door for the comeback to be complete. And then, yes, Cade did throw a pick on the last drive. But Again, hell of a play by a cornerback dropping back and like it's pressure moment and you're being more aggressive on that drive. So 
the only like he had bad games throughout yes the georgia game leaves a bad taste in your mouth but then again i just watched georgia have like six players drafted on their defense in the first round so i'm gonna pass give him a pass on that and i do agree deep down like that's why it's such a hard decision because deep down to alex's point i struggled to see like Cade being the guy that lifts the national championship trophy behind like him because here's another caveat that um, is more big picture, but I don't think Michigan's defense will be as good as it was last year. That's pretty an obvious thing to say. And so I think that's where JJ could come into play maybe later in the year if they get off to a slow start. It's like you're going to need to outscore some teams. And like you think about last year's Penn State game at Penn State, 21 points may not be enough this year. Uh, you might need like 30 in that game. You may not hold Penn State to 14 or 17 points. They may not fake a field goal like an idiot. Although James Franklin probably will keep doing that. But my point overall is you might need to get into more shootouts, and I think JJ is more suited to that. But to start, I think Cade's the guy. Um, running back room, some stats for you guys, some crazy stats for you guys. Massive shoes to fill. Hassan Haskins drafted the Evans Titans. He had 270 carries last year, and like Michigan was kind of a committee, but really wasn't looking back. Kenneth Walker had 263. And you think about how Michigan still had quorum. They ran the ball so much that Haskins ended up having seven more carries. So I did some math of if you took Haskins, quorum, and Edwards and added up all their carries and then divided it just by two guys because we're thinking it's just going to be quorum and Edwards, that would each give quorum and Edwards 200-plus carries next year to fill that void of like Haskins taking on 270 carries. <laughs> just an absolute workhorse, did not get injured. So there's some... I mean, just just natural curiosity there of who fills in. Um, my my take on this room right now is deep down, based on what I've seen in a small sample size, I love Blake Corum, and he's going to have a huge role this year, I believe. I think also off recruiting pedigree, that Donovan Edwards will be extremely tough to keep off the football field. And I think when the sun sets on his Michigan career, we'll look back on him more fondly and than Corum or Haskins because I think he's that talented, and I think he's going to really push – quorum and they will be more of a true like 1a 1b than 270 carries to like 130 like it was last year and also quorum got banged up sometimes but it would not surprise me if each of them had over a thousand yards rushing so that's my take on those two curious your thoughts on on either them. which one floats your boat tickles your pickle more than the other edwards is a better all-around running back Corum is probably uh well i don't know his hands aren't great no. he didn't can't catch passes against my school no. um walk-in touchdown drop yeah edwards is the overall better running back uh quorum has the experience and the age and so it's gonna end up as a split probably um but yeah they're both with how much michigan runs the ball they're both gonna touch the ball a million times you're not really gonna know the difference between who's 1A and 1B, it's they're going to be the same. Yeah. And Donovan Edwards is a little more eye-popping at things he can do, but Corum is more fast, explosive type of running back. Yeah, he's quick. I feel like Donovan Edwards needs to be, though, the number one running back. He should be. I it's fully agree. Say, like, people he that be. scare you when you're facing another team. Blake Corum doesn't scare me if I'm the other defensive coordinator or I'm a fan of Michigan State. Blake Corum doesn't scare me i'm not worried about it yeah he has pretty solid speed and he can bust any anyone loose but donovan edwards is like 
the X he's factor anytime he like touches the ball. I don't size. Him. He's got speed. He looks like a grown man. The, he Talks ran like the trick man. play. He's a large nineteen for Michigan in the Big Ten Championship game. He was one that got to throw it. Yeah, and he's a sick bastard. Threw a dime. He needs to be the one that like He needs to be the one with the more carries. I would give him the rock. Touches, most touches, because he's a good receiver. So just get the ball in his hands in space, essentially. He does everything better than Corum in every facet. Corum by a little shifty, more shifty laterally. Fine, but like, like how a much do quick you really... stat back. Yeah, Corum's going to be good for some gadget things, but Donovan Edwards is a running back, a Big Ten, like all Big Ten running back. Got that dog in him. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he's him. Hopefully he's him in the running back room. But again, I would not be. I hope he transfers. I, I would not be upset if it was like a almost like fifty fifty split because I do think Corum is. I think is really it will talented. be a fifty fifty split. It's Jimmy we're talking about. Yeah. And then and I don't how have much any, you run the ball. I have no third string guys. If one of those guys goes down, we'll have to figure that out as the time comes. I didn't go that deep in my research. I'm talking about I the main guys. I know who else you have. Wide receiver, tight end room. Most question marks in this room by far. Fun trivia stat of the day for you guys. Um, when was the last time Michigan football had a thousand yard receiver in a season? I'm going to say it was Mario Manningham. Nope. Roy Roundtree. Ooh, good guess. So that would have been around like. Wait. J.U. Chesson. No. It was. What was it? Uh, I think it was Jeremy Gallen. I think I forgot. I kind of forgot the name. I just looked at the year. The year was 2013. It's been a really long time since Michigan has had a thousand yard receiver. And it's kind of crazy because this room to me, when I look at it, I see a bunch of very capable guys, but I have to remind myself that unless something changes, I just, they're not really going to be utilized that much. They're kind of like plug and play whoever, just as long as you catch the ball in traffic and, um, you know, like I said, don't drop passes that need to be caught. You're not no guys really going to stand out from the rest. I hope that starts to change, but right now the the three guys I would say that you're going to probably see the most. If we're talking about like day one starters, I think Ronnie Bell is going to stop step right back into a lead role. Um, Cornelius Johnson is a senior. He was the leading uh, receiver in yards last year, I believe. I don't know if I wrote that down specifically, but he was up there. And then Roman Wilson, I believe, will be featured. That's The curious thing is like Andre Anthony impressed last year, had some flash plays, but I don't think he vaults into the top three. But like wide receivers, you rotate a lot anyway, so he's going to see the, the the field and whatnot. Um, it's just a very deep, confusing room to kind of sort out what's going to happen here. I'm curious your guys' thought. Are there any guys in this group that fear you at all when you play them, or is it just like, all around in the same tier. Uh, personally, won't speak for Evan, but no one at the receiver position is really like worries me. There's no Donovan Edwards in the receiver room. There might be in that one true freshman who had an explosive spring game or whatever. Is high, oh, highly rated recruit. That's my freshman to watch. Figured you were going to talk about him. He has all the tools to be very good. Uh, but I don't expect freshmen to come in and like change the landscape of a team. So no, not not really scared of the receivers, um, especially with the offense Michigan runs. It's just not 
a big thing that they do. Yeah. There's no Braylon Edwards. I just think you need to let the ball loose a little bit more. I think these guys are more talented yeah, than, than what they really are like shown for. Like Andre Anthony went off against Michigan State. Player great potential. I think AJ Hunting, AJ Henning, fast, talented it's guy. Debo Samuel. Yeah, I didn't even mention AJ Henning. There's just there's there's a deep room. There, it's just, very deep. You look at my paper, there's a very deep room that has a lot of talent in there. It just you, the offense is holding them back. Now I know Jim said in the press conference it's not a play that I don't like, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but you also want to run the ball fifty times a game. Yeah. It's like sixty. You can't have it both seven. ways. <laughs> you get seventy five plays if you're lucky. So like seventy since you run the ball so much, and you want to run the ball fifty of the times. Yeah. Jim's a confusing guy. It was like last year you were pounding the well, table. It's just pretty to simple. He just likes to run space. the ball. He just loves running the ball. And I, I personally just don't think the wide receiver be for Michigan is year. used enough. I think Michigan will need to throw the ball more. And when they do, we'll be able to have some clarity on how good these guys are. I do think Ronnie Bell is a very good player. We'll see how he has progressed from his injury, obviously. But they need a true deep intimidating vertical threat and my hope is either anthony or the freshman darius clemens can become Scary. that because darius right is good because right now it's like ronnie bell is not a deep threat um roman wilson could be because he's fast but he's not gonna go win you a jump ball most likely because of his his size and then cornelius is just a tactician route runner um did have a deep catch against ohio state but he's not like known for that so they are missing that deep vertical threat so hopefully there's something that comes from that but to tie a bow on this this room, it's probably going to be. I mean, last year, ten different players caught a touchdown pass for Michigan, which is spreading the ball around. I think it'll be similar to that. There'll be a lot of guys, not one dominant guy, and a lot of guys that finish five hundred yards to seven hundred yards. Um, I don't think this year is when we see a thousand yard receiver streak snap. I just maybe Ronnie Bell. It probably would be him, but it, there's too many guys to get the ball to. So Throw the, you run the ball too much. Run the ball a lot. Um, too much tight end room. Michigan has, Gall, a, baby. has a strong NFL tight end in Eric Hall. Um, if things keep going according to plan, he will be drafted next year um, pretty solidly. He's He had a, a really solid season last year after drop concerns the year before. Had a very memorable play against uh, Penn State. Is a great blocker, sneaky, really underrated blocker in the run game. Um, he's the really main guy. They also have two veterans coming back that are good run blockers. So when Jim throws out those two to three tight end sets, they have bodies for that. There's not, there's no new guys going to be playing in the tight end room. So not a, not a sexy position group, but one of strength for Michigan. Um, there's not really much else to add on to that. Nope. And then lastly, where you win football games, the offensive line, the big uglies, the big sexies, depending on how you look at it. Um, Won the Joe Moore Award last year as the best offensive line in the country. That was before the Georgia game. Obviously, you know, they, they were like the best game until best until that point. But, you know, you run into Georgia, it makes even the best offensive line look a little suspect. They lost two starters from that unit. Andrew Stuber got drafted. Andrew Vistardis. Uh, I don't know what happened to him in the NFL, but he was a key, like a very low-level recruit, but turned into a key center. Now, they're replacing him with one of the best centers in the entire country. Uh, I wrote down his name. I don't want to butcher it. It's His last name is Olua Timmy from Virginia. He was a Remington Award finalist, and everyone has been raving about him, saying he came in, learned the offense quick, feels like he's been here for four years. So I would say really this offensive line is losing one player, and it's the right tackle. And so that's going to be the 
place to watch. But this offensive line is going to be as good, potentially better. I, I'm going to say as good because they they won the award for it. As last year, you keep your left tackle. The guard, Zach Zinter, who is going to be a junior, I believe, um, is the best like NFL prospect of this group. They're going to be grown men getting in people's faces like the Ohio State game. I'm very excited to watch them move bodies and, you know, pulling guards and, and all that good stuff. So I don't know if you guys have, any, have anything for the offensive line because it's kind of a boring position, but I think it is a huge point of strength for this team. Did Trevor Keegan start at left tackle last year? No. I believe he was right tackle. So they moving him over to? Wait. Oh, Ryan Hayes. He started at left tackle last year? No. You're right. One of them, because Stuber was a tackle. And either Keegan or Hayes was a tackle. And Zinther was a guard. And then the other one of Hayes or Keegan was a guard. So I think that from what I think, I think Hayes is left tackle. And then Trent Jones will be right tackle as of now leading the competition. So that's, I think, how it's going to shake out. Nothing bad. They're good. It's a good O-line. Um, and then the last thing for Michigan... You guys can give yours as well, a points per game prediction. Always fun to look at, go back. So what I did, I wanted to get a realistic feel for last year. Uh, and so I added up all the scores of games that I thought were good indicators. So I did all Big Ten games. I did the Washington game. I basically just took out Western and Northern Illinois because you dropped 63 against Rocky Lombardi. That's going to inflate some numbers. <laughs> um, they had 33 points per game last year in meaningful games i might be a little bullish but there's a lot of people returning on this offense i think they can get to 37 points per game in meaningful games i think this offense can get a tick up and will be flirting with a 40 points per game mark i think they're going to have to win some shootouts will that mean jj mccarthy is the guy behind center maybe i don't know but we saw last year they put up some points with cade um and i think they can do it again they have all they have no reason not to exceed what they did last year unless the new change in coordinators is really going to hurt them but i don't i don't see it okay meaningful games points per game i just need to look at their schedule before i make a 30 well there's less there's less meaningful games this year correct because Cause you don't play non-conference <laughs> and you don't play anybody you don't leave the state of michigan no. until october one of like count. five teams that don't play a power five team in non-conference i love it you love being losers no, I and love not, to like, say, playing save, someone good. Save your legs for the big games. Thirty. Look, if I don't know where if, your it, if it's are. give me a second, Iowa. Ooh, if, if, ooh, that's gonna be a low scoring bloodbath. Thirty. No, you play Illinois. Jesus, you're gonna run your shit. Out. I think we do too. So we can't say anything. Yeah, I'll go on to that. I'm saying 29. I think Haskins was so Ooh. vital for your team. I wanted to say 27. I'll say 30, though. I'm going to say like 29.7. It's going to be like 27, the, Alex. It's like the actual yeah. number. Obviously, it's going to be inflated, but grant meaningful games. I don't think he'll score 42 again against uh, Ohio State. Dude, it's at Ohio State. Um, we're throwing out UConn's game. So. Well, yes, yes. Well, I know that. Yeah, it's going to be a small sample size, so yeah. I guess it could. You guys, it might end up being right on I was good defense. I think Michigan State's defense can be a tad bit better. What? Uh, I hope we so. Should. Iowa's defense we should, should be goddamn. Should be better. <laughs> I, I'm saying 29.7 just solely because I think Haskins was so important to your team and the two offensive alignment, I think the ground game. Yeah, you 
I have an All-American center transfer coming in, but oh yeah, there's a difference between a guy learning a playbook for one year than having guys there for three, four years. Yeah, fair. I really just think that yeah. quarterback is the quarterback competition. Just pick one. No committee, Evan. Just, well, then you're going to score less. We're going to change. You're going to have change. JJ come in and fumble footballs. You know how some people say if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one? Correct. What about two quarterbacks is better than one? In Grant's eyes, what about it's better than JT one. Barrett, Cardell Jones losing to Virginia Tech? JT Barrett, newest member of the Detroit Lions. Congratulations. Congratulations. Analyst. Those replies were so funny. Just everyone's just saying short, short, <laughs> short, short. It just will never die. Um, Michigan State football. Perfect time because I'm going to get this uh, get this post out real quick while you guys start it. But tell us about the coaching of Michigan State, the overall system that will be running year two or year three of Mel Tucker. Year 2.5. Shut up, Alex. <laughs> uh, the system's going to be the same, um, except you have better tight ends, uh, a more experienced quarterback, a deep wideout room, and more running backs than just Kenneth Walker. So honestly, it's just going to improve on what you had. It's the same system, though. Okay, coaching overall. Obviously, Mel Tucker trusts Jay Johnson a lot, replacing... Evan doesn't Evan doesn't like Jay Johnson. I do, personally. Ups, I like Jay Johnson. I do like Evan him, doesn't. but his ups and downs consistency with play calling from last year, game to game, just, I want these... You're not going to be perfect. I want this sexy, perfect play calling that we saw in the second half versus Miami. Every single week. That's just not going to... It should be. That is the standard. Against Miami? Miami, he called it... He called it... I was screaming from the nosebleeds telling him exactly what he needed to do to get the ball to Kenneth outside and use the edges. So you're welcome, Jay. Yes. Jay's a good good coordinator. He is. We don't want to take him for granted. You want Dave Warner back in the building? No. Actually, I would take Dave Warner. Um, What? Alex, it's a joke, bro. You want Dan Rochard? (laughs) My God. Uh, Don't get me started. I know. Don Treadwell. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, we have a new running back coach. Was here in the system last year. However, William Piegler, highly regarded recruiter, running yeah, back coach. Really good. Left really the program. Um, I think everybody else on the offensive staff is the same. So going forward, yes. I think the offenses can only get better this year. Yes, you'll never well, – no running back in probably Michigan State history will ever have the season that Kenneth Walker had. Ever again. It's going to be really hard for most ever college teams to replace that yes, impact anyone. level. And so just the fact that like we had to find like a Kenneth Walker replacement, you're never going to find a Kenneth Walker replacement. You just got to – Don't search for one. You got to find the same flow offensively as you did game by game last year. It might be do different ways. You're not going to be able to just hand the ball off. On third and five to get Walker yards. and be like, hey, go get go score a fifty-five yard touchdown. Now we have to hand the ball off against Rutgers and score a ninety-eight yard touchdown. Yeah. School record. Yeah. So I think the offense will be all right, like Alex touched on it a little bit, but I think the coaching system, same coordinators, I think perfectly fine there. Year three and, with this OC, it's only it should be better. And the big advantage that Michigan State has uh, between the two teams is knowing there's only one quarterback. And so let's talk about that quarterback, Peyton Thorne. What are some expectations you guys have for him um, this year? Worst case scenario would be the Brian Lewerke second year. Grant, do not say that. 
best case would be following in the footsteps of um, Connor Cooks and Kirk Cousins of the world and continuing to uh, lead this team to win. So what are we thinking this year? I'm thinking that Peyton Thorne and Brian Lewerke are different people off the field and different competitors. Well, Peyton, yeah, Peyton Thorne has a burger named after him. So there's Peyton Thorne is burger. like, I love football guy. Brian Lewerke, I, coaches I don't know. I don't know. But no, I know Peyton Thorne is going to work his balls off to be the best quarterback he can be. And I would put him on like a uh, – this is going to seem absurd, but I put him on a Kirk Cousins trajectory. I think that he is only going to get better as he's here, and this could be his last season. But he already broke the passing touchdown record last year. He's only started one season, and he improved the entire entire way. So I, I'm expecting like huge things, like second-best quarterback in the Big Ten besides C.J. Stroud. I was just because you answered my question. I was going to ask where do you think talents. he slots into our conference's QD ranks? Number two, number two for me, and I don't, I don't question it. He's two or three. I think uh, what's his name O'Connell, Aiden O'Connell. He's very talented at Purdue. You guys know about him. And, yes, we do very much. Um, just they run a different system there, so his he they're throwing no D Bell. Um, but like Alex said, no second year starting. He knows it's his team, captain, leader. Uh, I feel like Jay Johnson fully trusts him, and he did make strides throughout the year. One thing, got to limit turnovers, bad turnovers, so bad the bad interceptions, i.e. the Michigan interception on the first drive. The the bad deflection ball I don't really care about. Got to use your legs more. On scrambling, don't be don't be scared to scramble first and get three four yards. Don't always have to feel like you have to make the throw. Um, and then next, like his stats, I feel like 27, right, Alex? 27, 28 was the school record. 20, I, I'm fully expecting – I would be shocked if he doesn't get 30. Touchdown pass? Yes. I think he's going to have a huge season. Huge. I would be shocked if he doesn't get 30. Um, I feel like we will throw the ball. There'd be, there's just different, different situations now where we're going to be throwing the ball a little bit more. Yeah, you um, think – so the only we'll touch on a little bit. The only uh, thing that is going to hinder him probably will be the offensive line play. Can we get four thousand yards out of him? Thirty touchdowns. Yes. I don't know if we can get four thousand. I don't know. College is a little different. Three thousand two thirty two last year. I would say his. I would say his max right. is thirty eight. Three thirty five. Thirty six. I'll say his max is thirty six. But I'm saying 36 with 30 touchdowns I'm going is very solid. Yeah. 30 and 4. Huge season. 30 and 4. Are you saying 4 baby. and 30 or are you saying 30 and 4? 3,000 with 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns. So 40 and three, 4 and 30. A double double. And if he doesn't do that, we're not going to be very good. And the reason you're thinking we'll be. that. The reason you're thinking that he will have those numbers is because of some question marks in the running back room. Lost a massive talent, arguably. Well, I, for me personally, watching Michigan State football was the best running back I have ever seen. Um, I feel, I feel, I feel comfortable saying that. Um, I now, said that week four last year. Will he have as good knows. of a NFL peak as Le'Veon Bell did? I don't know. I can't see the future. Chris Carson retired, so maybe. But like in terms of impact and changing a game um, and doing it all the best so those are huge shoes to fill now there was some talent added 
feels like a two running back race right now. You got 50 Burger, Jalen Burger, and uh, Jarek Broussard, who spells his name awesome. The first name, Jarek, the way he spells it is just very visually appealing. What are you guys feeling about the running back room? Um, think a guy will emerge out of that as the clear one, or do we have a 1A, 1B on our hands to start? Um, before Evan goes, I just want to say it briefly. I don't love that everyone thinks we have massive question marks in our running back room because people just don't realize that Jarek Broussard was the Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year. Like He is not some scrub that is just like transferring over and like competing for playtime. He's going to play, and he's very good. It's still he question. Is, there's still question marks. Yes, you're not going to replace a Heisman level running back with the one guy. You're not going to do that. But I would say that I view this running back room as a a two man room, similar to Michigan. I don't think it's going to be a competition where we're going to give Broussard the ball eighty thousand times or give Berger the ball two thousand times. I think we're just going to split the room and then that also keeps everybody more healthy and more rest which means they can play longer and it'll be better and we won't have kenneth walker injured when we play ohio state Mm. and have him have six carries in a game that matters but evan can go Mm. b squared um i won't have a bad take like i did last year previewing the offense um i yeah talk up elijah collins I, that was based off of my viewing Whoa, experience. You guys both thought Anthony Russo was taking the first snap under center. That's a fair thing to assume, guy. They brought in a senior transfer. That was based off of him my and, him viewing and Alan Bowman, experience. Baby. Him and Alan Bowman are hanging out. First-hand viewing experience in person. Okay, this year. Um, <laughs> Berger got there in January, was there all spring practice. I think he's going to be the first running back to get a handoff. Um, Jerry Pritchard hasn't this been year. there yet. He hasn't moved in yet. I was raving about him today. Semantics. Who's getting, Mel, who's getting there? The, when it's all said and done at the end of the year, who has the most touches? The most touches. Most handoffs is going to be Jalen Berger. The most pass catching out of the backfield will be Broussard. They both have good hands, though. Which and that would be a, that would we be a haven't big dynamic they, for the offense. Yeah, Mel Tucker said today year. they both have good ball skills. Correct. They did. But which is not something gonna, that we have not had in the run back one of them. in a while. Um, Balls. I just think that they're both running sides are a little bit different. Broussard's more of a get to the edge, zone blocking, and Berger's kind of power scheme, straight downhill Wisconsin. in the trenches, yes. That's where he came from. Yeah. Um, I like both of them a lot. I like still like Harold Joyner. He's a freak athlete. I love Harold Joyner. I mean, when you're Forgot doing 90 backflips down the football field, there's something to be said about how athletic you are. I think it's he's, those three. He's Connor Hayward. I think it's those three. Um, I wouldn't mind Harold Joyner he's playing that Connor H-back. Hayward role. He's going to play H-back. Um, they just look it. a lot different. But I, I feel very confident in the two running backs that we have. We had a question mark at running back last year and see what happened. So I don't mind two running backs. I think they're both very talented. I'm not nervous I feel about. very good about the running back room despite the non-Michigan State people that are all worried about it. I felt good about Kenneth Walker last year to the point where I said he'd have over 1,000 yards rushing. And I got several laughs in my face. Uh, I don't know if it was from Grant or not. Grant laughed at me when I said that Jaden Reed and Jalen Naylor would be the second best receiving group in the Big Ten. So we'll see. I don't feel worried at all about the running backs. The Alex stamp of approval. At all. Speaking of those wide receivers, Jaden Reed is back. 
and Dog. he was the better of the two last year, and he is back. He looks like DK Metcalf. Um, I hope you guys got to see that picture. I hope you guys got to see that picture after your Faster Horses bender. But yeah, that came across my feed. It was so jarring that I just had to tweet it out because I was like, this guy looks insane. <laughs> um, what are we expecting from him, first of all, before we talk about choose the fill of Naylor Levy? I mean... Big, humongous things. The I mean, if, the roof. If, if Jackson Smith and Jigbo was not in the Big Ten, he would be like my clear best receiver in the Big Ten, not even close. So he had 1,026 yards, 10 touchdowns. What are we thinking ballpark stat-wise um, that he could do receiving-wise? Let me do a quick I think we'll 10. I think those yards and everything I think are all right, the yards and touchdowns. He only had like 56 catches, though. Yeah, I think he needs to add a solid 15, 20 more. This year, he needs to be over 70, like closer to 80. Because I think like the top Ohio State guys, they also do throw the ball more. Don't get me wrong, but they are like 90 some catches. Yeah. I think 1,500 yards should be a goal. 1,500 yards would be pretty nice. That'd be a top, like top five receiver in, in the NCAA, which I don't think is unrealistic. And I think at least double digit touchdowns again. And I feel like. The, the, there's a chance for more catches because we're not going to be having as many home run plays. We're going to have to like maintain drives and have more drives. We're not going to have, you know, flea flicker on the first play or Kenneth Walker break a touchdown on the first very first play of the season. So I feel like the Shout catches out, are Alex doable. Missed it on TV. I we definitely probably do need them to score ten more touchdowns. I just don't see how if you're a defensive coordinator, it's yeah, third and long, fourth and long, second and long. I don't see how you can't put a safety over top with how good Jaden Reed is on jump balls in one-on-one situations. You saw it multiple times last year. Some great pictures. I think twice against Pitt, <laughs> once against Penn State, and that was just in the last couple of Michigan. Two-point conversion, though. Yes. Also so, had the big fourth down catch on Michigan as well. Guy makes plays in traffic. Yeah, to Evan's point, I do think that would be, if you're going to argue same stats uh, like no, imp- not a huge improvement. It's because he is like the guy. There is like everything in the game plan is stop Jaden Reed. Yeah. So it is going to be a big test for him. Trivia question for Evan. Yeah. I'm assuming Grant, you will not know, but if you do, please give the answer. Who is Michigan State's last Big Ten wide out of the year? Tony Lippett. Tony Lippett. No. <sighs> oh, well, oh, it was Aaron Burbridge. Fraudulent award. Aaron Burbridge. Now his stats. 85 catches, 1,200, uh, almost 1,300 yards, and seven touchdowns. Yeah. I have a hard time believing Jaden Reed couldn't do better than that. No. Well, he now, wouldn't. I award, do think his touchdowns. No. Jackson Smith and the Jig was a freak. It's his award. It's fine. I do think his touchdowns will regress naturally because of the attention he's going to get. I don't know, dude. Um, Jordan and, Jordan Addison had 17 last year, and I think someone else I just looked up had 17, so he could go up into like the 12 range. We also need to talk about the rest of the room that is super talented as well that well, well, they're going are, to be a problem. They are yeah, talented, not, but they're questionable yeah. here. Trey well, Mosley is not okay, a first question. Of all, Trey Mosley is one of the most underrated wide receivers that has gone through Michigan State over the last 15 years. He doesn't get credit where he's due because the last two years he's had Jaden Reed and Jalen Naylor in front of him. Trey Mosley is a fantastic Trey, wide receiver. 
Trey Mosley though is like yeah he he is good but he catches like, everything his way. If, he's if not going to make break, big plays though. If he's if it's a, unless it's a huge breakout year that I'm missing, he's kind of more in like that Michigan class we just talked about where he's your 500 700 yard guy just like steady as a rock yeah. could even be like ronnie bell or you know a cornelius johnson like he's there he doesn't really mess up he does what he's asked of him um but the x factor that you know freak the, the two-way a guy freak of nature keon coleman would be the x factor that can get this more of a home run hitting offense so i'm curious how you, maybe are you guys taking this cautiously or are you like full bore like he's gonna he's be gonna have him a big jump He's a freak. He's an athletic freak. feeling it. If he can get and catch the coverages football. and plays locked in and know where he needs to be, the there is no saying. reason. This is in the basketball court. He was not running around with his head cut off on football fields. Agreed. I assume he will know how to do all of this stuff with the amount of attention that Jaden Reed's going to get. And Trey Mosley seems to be always open for seven yards, and he's not going to drop passes. Ken Coleman has no reason to not have a large, big impact season. He's huge. He's fast. And from what I've seen, he has good hands. His behind-the-scenes production day video was very cringy, though, so I'm going to knock him down a point from that. Well, all those videos have to be cringy because imagine someone telling you, hey, like, do this dance for us with dance no music playing while I take pictures of you while your whole team's watching. It's got to be the most awkward thing about that. Spartans country. Let's ride. Um, Spartan Nation. Let's ride. My only question about Keon Coleman is can he take targets away from the other guy, the more more experienced guys there? My example is Terry Lockett Jr. and Monterry Foster. Those guys have been there for a year longer than them. They're probably not household names. They've caught a couple passes here and there, but they're more experienced and like they're fighting for like that third wide receiver role just as much as Keon Coleman is. The only thing is, Keon Coleman has social media hype. He has the fans' attention. Everyone knows who he is. He caught a touchdown against Ohio State when we were down by 90. Um, it's Keon Coleman's job. <laughs> so that's my only thing is, like, he's fighting for that third wide receiver, no matter who is it going to be. And it's like, the third wide receiver is going to be whoever can produce and whoever can play. And that's what it's going to be. I don't care regardless who the name is. I have no, Alex I'm is 100% right. I'm, like, predicting. the talent potential there is completely... Off the chart. Fully predicting it's going to be Keon Coleman is the third guy. May may emerge as the second guy by the end of the season and move. However, we did. Slot. I didn't touch on this beforehand. Coaching scheme. This could be a situation where now that we have two freakish tight ends, that we're now we're seeing mm-hmm. more two two wide receivers and two tight ends in like a four wide set, or if they're three, there's going to be always a tight end on the field. Is that called that's called twelve personnel, right? Yeah. Do I got that right? One running back, two tight ends, twelve. It's a great transition, Evan, into the tight ends. Um, two massive human beings. Their names are Daniel Barker and Malik Carr. Malik Carr, I know Daniel Barker from Illinois. Yes. Right? So Daniel Barker is a freak. This is another um realm of Michigan State's offense that could really more splash plays, more consistent moving the chains because while Michigan State has had serviceable tight ends in the past, I don't think I've ever viewed Michigan State as tight end you like a tight end factory, but maybe this is a change in Mel Tucker that we see over the years. So, yeah. Well, how are you guys feeling about this revamped tight end room? Jay Johnson has stated on several occasions that he wants to make the tight end position a focal point of the offense. 
Um, first season, he had a punter. Um, still there. So you're just going to be still there. He'll probably play Tyler Hunt. Um, but then you had, you got to see a little bit when they put Connor Hayward at H back, tight end, whatever you want to call it, and how impactful Connor Hayward was um, blocking, catching the ball, got drafted. Um, if I told Evan at this time last year, Connor Hayward is getting drafted, he would have laughed at me. So that's just how much we want to use that position. And I think with the guys we have, athletic freaks, um, I don't know about their blocking. I'll be honest, hand up. Don't know if they're good at blocking, but that will matter. But in terms of catching the ball, Malik Carr and Daniel Barker are very good at that and uh, freak athletes that you can create space with. Um, at the Malik, tight end position. Malik Carr is just a scary human being running down the yeah. field. If Terrifying. anything. Just he runs, a little fear in your heart. His ball security, though, I do worry about. No, no he doesn't gloves. wear gloves. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big it's problem. A football guy. I'm, Alex hit a nail on the head. I think they're probably not in there to block. They're in there to get the ball. You know, yeah. matchup situation, matchup problem. You know, whoever's guarding them. No block, no rock, though. True. You know True. No block, um, no rock. <laughs> you just think about like pass. I know completely different schemes, but like you can be. You think about pass Michigan State successful offenses. There was at least a tight end there catching at least 25, 30 balls a year. Josiah Price. And I feel the like the, the tight end position is just like a safety valve for some uh, some quarterbacks. And I feel like it's just an easy five, six yards you always think about. Like two very talented guys. And I feel like, I feel like Molly Carr is going to have a bigger year than. Barker, just because McCarr's been here, and Malik Carr just to me is just like the freakish athlete. I worry about Malik Carr's uh, not toughness, but like he doesn't block. He doesn't do, do all the block. things that I think the staff cares about to be no on the block, field. No, rock. I do not no block, no block. rock. I think he's certainly going to have a million plays dialed up for him, like we saw last year, late in the year, like the Purdue. I think he scored a touchdown against mm-hmm. Purdue. Also had a big play against them. And then he had a big play against Maryland, maybe. But you're going to see more of that. But in terms of like who's on the field more, probably be Barker, I would assume. I mean, he's a big, experienced tight end who ended Mark D'Antonio's coaching career. So Okay. <laughs> Guys that have to block the offensive linemen. And really, the biggest part of any offense where, you know, if there's no time for the skill guys to – do their cool stuff, then you're in the world of trouble. So, what what are your guys' brief notes? Um, where are the where are the sure things and where are the question marks on this offensive line for Michigan State? Mm. Sure things, there aren't any. Um, okay, yes, I was about to say. I think Alex before Alex goes. I think every position is a question mark. We have every single potential starter has had some sort of uh, playing time, starting experience, the least amount was Spencer Brown, who's going to start at right tackle. His only start last One year was start. in the Peach Bowl, though. But didn't he you guys has like, a start. Didn't you guys, like, pl- platoon offensive linemen last year? What happened way? was, after the Michigan game, oh, the entire was offensive miserable. line was injured, and so we were playing people that didn't play all season. Hutchinson, and Ojabo would do that to you. you somebody know, left had, the team because of mental reasons. Because they... They didn't quit, continue. Alex. They're back on the team. He's continue. potentially our starting left tackle. He has to be. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. That'll sound very insensitive. Yeah. Blog boy. The experience is not good. We were not platooning on purpose. We were platooning out of necessity. Okay. 
the biggest weakness on the team is just depth at offensive line, every position. We did bring in a transfer from Washington State, did bring in a transfer from junior college. Hmm. Both highly regarded, both highly. East Mississippi. Uh, Independence, yes. actually. Um, Brian Green so. started at center and guard out there at Washington State. He's He'll be a jack-of-all-trades type of guy, probably. He's going to compete at one of the guard spots and one of the center spots. Or not one of them, at the center spot. Um, I like our offensive line. It's just a matter if they can if they can hold up and the depth behind it. Because you're super thin at right tackle, super thin at left, and then you're basically just all the guards and centers basically are just the best three are going to play. And you'll figure out who's snapping the ball. Health um, is massively important for this group. Yes. J.D. Duplain, senior. Nick Samick, senior. Grad transfer and Brian Green. So you have experience. It's just can they produce now that they're called on to do it? Yeah. So definitely um, one of the things to observe um, in practices, reports, and, and, and any scrimmages that yes. lead up to the, 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 the goal is that your four-star Vandermark, who will now be a sophomore – can be, can be ready to go. Hmm. Um, get the guys that are huge that you, you got in your first recruiting class that are now going to be all retro freshmen. There's a pretty solid chance they're going to play because yeah. offensive linemen get injured all the time. So, so you need like you need your Zach Zinter, who was a big key for Michigan his you sophomore need a, year. You, you need, need a like guy to. All right, yeah, guys that have never right. seen the field before. And I mean, luckily we play Western and Akron, but I feel like if you we struggle against those two teams of like. Just consistency, offensive play in those two first games. It's going to be difficult against top end opponents with big defense alignment. So Washington, but uh, anybody yeah, can those, pass protect. Grant Washington will have anybody. those Samoans. Anybody can pass protect. Who says that? Me. I say. Oh, that. I thought you said Grant. You can scheme like, around <laughs> pass protection. You can, and it's always about leaving a tight end. And you can't run the ball. I hope things, we abandon it. That's all I'm. Who you say. can pass protect, but like. For quick routes, like it's gonna be harder to get deep shots at Keon Coleman if you're gonna have to protect. draw up some nice plays. So I think the offense line is the biggest question mark on offense for Michigan State and probably the entire team, to be honest. It is the entire team. Points per game prediction. Um what are you guys thinking for this offense? I said 30 for Michigan, and I believe, not biased, that Michigan State's offense is better. More explosive, um, and going to throw the ball a lot more, which naturally will mean more possessions and more points. Mm-hmm. So I'll go. What do you know? What they did last year by chance? Um, total games was thirty one point eight. Take away seven point against Ohio State. And yeah, but you can't take out Youngstown. Uh, Forty two Youngstown. Forty eight Western Kentucky. I probably would take those two out if I had to calculate it, but you're taking Western Kentucky out. I think thirty three point seven. Thirty three point seven. So thirty call it thirty four. No. I'm 32. around thirty two. Twenty nine thirty, I think. Thirty two and I, then you said twenty nine thirty. No. No, thirty two, thirty also, thirty as well. Thirty with Michigan, probably the same around offense production. I think Michigan mm-hmm. State's offense is better. I think the I think the schedules crossovers. Potential? There's a little. Bit, we play tougher crossovers. Okay, more stress situations. We got Illinois. One, Alex. We played Northwestern. 
and Purdue and Nebraska. We have Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Illinois. So Wisconsin, Minnesota, decent on defense. Okay. So I, I still around 30. I'm putting my stock into Peyton Thorne. I'm not putting my stock into Cade McNamara. That's why my points are higher. It's pretty much that's what all it comes down to. I, will I also go. think Washington's probably better defensively than Miami will be, was last year. They better be because they can't score. And you're, just gonna be a, you're gonna be in more dog fights this year just solely because now everybody saw what you did last year. You're not gonna surprise anybody. I'll go, th- I'll go 35 points per game. Maryland's gonna be better. Penn State, still an easy win against them. Um <laughs> I love how you just discredited them. They're picked ahead of us, Evan, in the polls. I was yelling at my TV before I left around seven o'clock. So when you but saw if they that. start they have a chance if they don't play. Clifford, if they start their their recruit, they have a chance. Drew to be uh, better. Villar, I'm around thirty somewhere. Is a freak. I could see twenty nine something. I could see thirty two something. So somewhere around there. I'm saying around thirty. I could see this being the best offense since Connor Cooks, uh, last or second to last season. Wow, I think it's gonna be that good. I just also don't think we can get as many possessions as we did last year. I find it hard to believe it's going to be better than last year. I th- I think our defense will be better, so it will probably make less shootouts. I mean, the NFL talent to score as much. That last year's team had four NFL players on it. Yeah, two I think that the current going, team, two that went. The current offense, I think, has at least four. Has two? I know for sure. Two guarantees. Wow. I'll give and the start I, three. If you want to play the year, you'll probably make it. I will project NFL. several others. All right. I will project Keon Coleman and Malik Carr to be NFL players. Trey Mosley might get a camp tryout. All He's right. He's a good player. He's a good player. Um, is there one name, just a quick name, you don't have to explain it, but any freshman you think will make an impact on this offense later in the year? Jeremy Bernard. He was Even talking special about teams, maybe. I don't know. He's talked about I'll say today. I'll say Antonio Gates Jr. Okay. Ooh, he's big. I like that. Good, it's a good name. If you're not is, it is. Not getting production on the third player. He's a bigger wide receiver. Smaller, too small to play tight end, but he's a big wide receiver. So you never know. All right. Offense only, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jack Nichols, too. Um, all right. It was good to talk some ball. I was talking about some food real quick here to end this thing out. Alex will be one on the random number generator. I'm two. Evan's three. Generate. Two came up first. Not rigged. I will take the second pick in the draft. I will go right in the middle. I like the middle spot. Three. Evan, where would you like to draft? I am picking bone third. Okay, Alex, you have the first pick in the breakfast food snake draft. Again, to set the stage, one egg, one meat, one side dish, one sweet item, one beverage. First pick, sweet item. Cinnamon roll. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's... Feels bad. I just don't like really any of the other sweet items. I love cinnamon rolls. I, I think couldn't, that's, couldn't I, go without I think it. That's a bad, I think I feel like that's a bad value pick. Like you, 
I'm stunned that I one, know one. that Evan's taking that. Soon, yeah, I, if I that don't was take an Evan it. play. That was an Evan play. I don't care what your sweet item is. I can find eggs. I can find meats. I can find other things. Yeah. I can't find sweet um, items. This is tough. Do I want to take what I think is a really good play? But it's a deep category. Um. Hmm. Do I pander to the crowd? No. I thought there was a no-brainer, Grant, and I didn't take it. No, I I don't think there's a no-brainer. I just think that Cinnamon Roll was like a third to fourth round pick here. I don't think you know who Evan is. <laughs> no, I know, but I, I guess if you're competing against him, I just I would let him have it. Um, I wouldn't. A, that's a nice. That's a nice friend. I'm not I'm picking gonna, anything else. I'm gonna take this. Um, it's the most consistent at restaurants. They get cooked right every time. I love potatoes and ketchup for breakfast. I'm going to take home fries as my side dish. Is that different than... That seems like a reach. Home fries are like the little potato cubes. Like you go to Bob Evans and you get home fries. They're like the little so square different cubes. Different than something that I'm thinking of. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I think, think is better than that. I think these are most consistent. Sometimes they season them. Um, Reach. Little potato nugget squares. Yeah, it, Reach. Yeah. At any sit-down restaurant. Bigger reach know, they're gonna than be me. Good. Bigger reach than me. You get them at Waffle House. They're probably great. Uh, whoa, spoilers. Uh, Evan, you got two picks on the turn. Two not, picks. Not I'm going to go. I'm going to go meat. I'm going to go bacon. Yeah, that was the pander pick. I it's not my heart though. That's a great. I mean, it is not my heart. Stop. I have I, I, I found pick. a new heart for meat this year. It is the so- I can't give it away. Pause. My meat is different. I'll be honest. Pause. Bacon. Uh, I wouldn't be mad if I didn't get this one, but it has fallen into my lap. It's yeah, like you the have best to. Breakfast meat is bacon. Um, and then wow. some are saying best well overall because like it, the smell too i mean with bacon yes. you get a versatile smell like, yeah smells i'm nice. so i should have just taken bacon and pandered but i really have this meat that i want to take pause i don't think alex i would have taken that the one meat grant wants what does he want no, the size ham took i wouldn't have taken hash brown or i wouldn't have taken whatever you take <laughs> <laughs> okay beverage yeah, i'm sure going I, I messed up i'm going black coffee, coffee. Oh, that's a great pick. I was going to take that. I was also thought that, that was better than your pick, Grant. I thought your pick was the worst. <sighs> oh, relax. This is a really bad pick. Right here. Really Cinnamon Roll is a terrible first pick. Evan is, is going not. To, Evan is going to win the draft. I can't I'm wait thinking, to hear I'm your thinking about my perfect breakfast every morning, and I got two of them already. So Can't wait to hear good. your sweet items that are disgusting. I got I to gotta think about I have them, so I have at least two that are better than a cinnamon roll. Well, I'm going to call them if they're not sweet items. If you say a pancake you syrup, that's not a sweet item. All right. It's on me. Um, I would never do this right now, but I have to the way Alice took a cinnamon roll. But this is still a good pick at this point. I'm taking orange juice as my beverage right here. Oh. So good luck. Be with, that guy. Be that guy. With, We're playing there, the game. You are, no we are be- playing the game. There's no beverages left. You like have no, to take those is. two. No, there's not. Well, there you can is. wait to the. You can save it for your last pick at this point because there is one beverage out. that I have drank in the morning before, other than the two. But, right, but it's not like no one it's thinks not, like yeah. That's no, breakfast. you're not going to order it. No. <laughs> no. But at least there's something out there. All right, so you you get two picks now, Alex. Two. Yeah, you're on the turn. 
Another turn. Cinnamon roll boy. <laughs> you gotta get some. I'll take uh, sausage links. <laughs> no! There's a difference. There's a difference. I love sausage links. By far my favorite. Uh, that was meat. my one. That's something I would. Uh, okay, what flavor is your bacon? Best, Alex? I like uh, the maple style mm-hmm. sausage links. Those are fantastic. Um, so I'll take that. Meat's gone. And then I'll take uh, hash browns. That's different, right? Yes. yes. That is different. I will take hash browns. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, it's, those, those are, I think hash browns is the no-brainer, like, second side dish. Number one people, side dish, People would argue one. My poke holes in it would just be, if you had to say anything bad about hash browns, the cooking variants at restaurants is so hit or miss. Like, sometimes they're undercooked and still white. They and can sometimes miss. they're overcooked they and just, like, way too crispy and i myself tried to make them in an air fryer this past weekend and i crisped them up way too much so they're just more hit or miss whereas home fries and another potato dish um are usually more there's only one person doing sides grant so you can i can't have to go on grits um okay i already got my side dish you guys already took your side dishes i got this thing in the back so I don't need to take meat because you guys. You're are probably gonna call an meat. asterisk on my side dish, Alex. So, but I'm I'm still taking it. I will cancel it if it's not a side dish. Right now, I in my is. head is like, does Evan is Evan gonna take the sweet that I would save here? I don't think he's going to. If he does, then my draft is completely blown up. I'm gonna take a chance and take the best form of egg, and I'm gonna take an omelet right here uh, at the middle pick. <sighs> is that a form of an egg? Yeah. Yes. If you, I googled how it's to serve egg. an egg. I served how to serve an egg in an omelet was a way. Yes, it's a li- I know what you're saying because things are put into an omelet, it's, but... It's also like a flat scrambled egg. It's the same thing. No, it's not. It's an omelet. You cook it completely differently. An omelet... Um, Feels dirty. ...is my egg. Feels dirty. <laughs> Evan, two picks I got two you. picks. Okay, uh, I'm going to take my egg, which is over easy. Mm, shit. Bad egg. You, you gotta have the runny yolk. First egg. Okay, it's not called <laughs> Dippy. It's called Over Easy. You know who you are. Yeah, um, you do. And then my side dish. I am going biscuits and gravy. Wow. I thought about that, and there's no way that's a side dish because that's what I would have taken. That's not. It is a side dish. That is not. Yes. That's a side dish. Uh, Grant. This is the that high, is a this main is a- meal. <laughs> This is high noon 2.0, no. but yeah, I think Evan had a dude. If you look up like you can order like an a la carte like, business and gravy on the side dish at like a lot of restaurants. Let's let's go to Google. Is business that feels and gravy so dirty, dude. I am running away with this. You're getting things that are cheap. <laughs> the first thing on Google says is biscuits cheating. and gravy healthy. That is cheating, Evan. Biscuits and gravy not is not a side dish. Yes, it is. Oh, I'm cheating on my drink then. Whoa. Now this, I'm. I don't think I have the heart to veto it. But people questions on Google says what side dishes go with biscuits and gravy? Facts, because it's a main meal. It is a side dish. But you're only getting two. Yeah, it is. It's a side. I oh, I, I order it as a side. I never go to a restaurant, bullshit. but I'm only getting biscuits and gravy for breakfast. You always have something. I with have. It. I have gotten them many times. Just biscuits and gravy. Yeah, with a side of bacon and two eggs. Yeah, so you're adding bacon to the side, but the main dish. I would say, I would say that, yeah, I would say the eggs and the meat are like the main. I I think Evan gets it. Okay, 
Thank Evan. you. Because I'm not going to veto it, so it's going to stand. Evan, what's your next pick? Right? Because that was your first of two. No, oh, my first one was over easy. Oh, that's right. Okay, so back to me. You did not take... So I'm taking the best sweet item. I'm taking French toast. It is elite. Um, I'll pick flaws of my own choice. It can get it's messed just up like bread. It can no, it can get messed it's up like hash browns. Bread. But you French always toast get that, is super overrated. No, you always get powdered sugar on it, which is phenomenal to have. Not really, a sweet item. It's just bread. What French toast is as sweet as can be. What if I didn't put powdered sugar on it, Grant? It comes with that. It doesn't come and with you, anything in your kitchen. Oh, you have to make it. It over fifty percent of restaurants, sit down restaurants, you're getting powdered sugar on your Fine. French toast. Is it a sweet item? Sort of. Is it kind of cheating? Are you and Evan cheating it's this a, draft? Yes. Am I playing by the rules and going to lose because of it's it? A, yes. It's a pastry. In what world isn't French toast sweet? Like it's not savory. It's not like, oh, this is like bacon or sausage. It's French toast. It's like a pastry dish. I said it was fine. I'm still mad about biscuits and gravy being sour. Okay. You're taking it out on me. You're taking That's it. bullshit. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Dish. I can't wait for this clip of his biscuits. We'll let we'll let the internet decide, but the graphic. I will cannot be made. wait for the amount of replies we get about biscuits and gravy. Just blowing Side up my phone for three days. I'm gonna tweet it now, just to, so people are you prepared should. for the debate. Um, Alex, you have two picks to close out your team, Eggs. so focus up. Um, pick hard boiled. You won't. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna take scrambled. It's the safest pick here. I don't personally love scrambled eggs that much. Well, um, there's a better pick if you don't like scrambled. What? Flat fried, poached. Hard are you boiled? locked? Are you locked in on scrambled? Is your hand off the chest piece? Because I don't want to give you in anybody. Oh, I'm gonna switch it to that. Sunny side. Sunny side up is is really good. I'd like. But to I know take that, that worries you. I didn't no. lock my pick in. I'd like to take sunny side because I actually like sunny side way more than scrambled eggs. I was taking scrambled no. to appeal to voters, and I don't want to do that. But you do that kind of thing where you cover the top, so it's not really sunny side. Because you got weirded out the one time I cooked sunny sides, and you're like, "Oh, isn't that's gonna be like bacteria?" Because you're not cooking the other side. That's not really what happened, Grant. You are full of it. No, that is true. I'm just telling you how I learned how to make sunny side. They're just a little different, different ways, different strokes. I mean, different folks. I mean, the king of breakfast food has biscuits and gravy as the side. As okay. a value dollar menu. Who's the now, king of breakfast? Food? My beverage. Waffle House. Oh. Um so I haven't right. taken black. How I forget? I haven't <laughs> took black hot coffee. No, yes. Evan took I took coffee. black coffee. Black oh. coffee. No, I don't like the way how you're talking right now. You can do it. I don't give a what shit. Are you about he already to lost. Do? His team stinks so much that you can just give it to him. My team, boy. you still would enjoy my meal, Evan, thoroughly. You would need a cinnamon roll, some I would sausage get, links, I would, and eggs. I would get what? Okay, cinnamon roll, eggs. Sausage links, some eggs. I'm not, I'm not a sausage links guy. I'm out on sausage links. <sighs> You're a loser. I mean, I'll eat them, but I'm not picking them. I would like to have a vanilla iced coffee for my drink. Fine. Thank you. You want to talk about... Feel, if you, you guys are going to cheat, I'm going to cheat. <laughs> you vanilla want, you iced want coffee. You know how you're like, oh, that biscuits and gravy feels bad as a side dish. That felt bad. You saying it, but it does. For those, I would never those. have picked that if what did if you that all didn't happen. I would never have picked it. I was gonna <laughs> pick was, apple juice, but you know, uh, I was like, <laughs> vanilla iced coffee. Then you have the runs for an hour. 
Apple juice Coffee, is no. good though. No, it's not. I mean, it's a pretty good drink. You made a better pick. It's a sus pick, but you made a better pick. Oh, I agree. Vanilla iced coffee is way better. All right. To wrap up my team with meat is it's diced ham. Do you I step, spam? Do I step on Alex's toes and take his pick's cousin? Or take sausage patties. Those are terrible. Or do I no take No one likes sausage patties? Do I take no, a sausage patties are elite? Oh. <laughs> do I take a cult favorite that I personally love? I'm gonna stick to my guns. I think Spam. I already lost this draft. I'm taking corned beef hash. When it's right, it's electric. You put ketchup on it. It's so good. You Jesus, guys, you guys that's have, so aggressive. That's like guys, you order a up, flapjack. Hand up. Grant ordered a I ordered a lot. Whatever that plate was, and I oh, looked yeah. over at it and I said, That plate looks phenomenal. And I was jealous of it. I was jealous of Grant's order. Let's give a plug to that. What was that place called in East Lansing? Flapjacks. Flapjack. Flapjacks. Oh, oh, sorry. Flapjacks. Yeah, they're corned beef hash. Um, I used to always get it when I was at the shout out the big boy breakfast bar, which I hope is back. It got shut down because of COVID. Um, but going there after football Fridays. Been there a while. Uh, Saturday mornings after film, you just got ripped Ten by votes Coach on this biscuit and gravy already. You just got absolutely ripped really? by ripped by Coach Romano in film. What do you need to get over it? Corned beef hash. So I stuck with my guns tight. there. It feels good. It's a tight Evan, race on this vote. Evan, what you have one pick left? What do you have to finish? That's it. Uh, I'm a sweet item. I can oh, go yes. any direction because I live uh, off the sweet items. Can I say this? this can I say pancakes this? Pancakes and syrup. Wait, wait, wait. Can I say this real quick? It's kind of crazy that Evan waited till the end for a sweet because when I think about sweet breakfast guys, Evan's at the top. Evan loves sweet breakfast items. Yes, yeah. I, do. <laughs> I just have so many options now. His like, knowledge I, is I, so I, deep. I lost my number one. I lost one A. Mm-hmm. So I just got the best of everything else. And now I just don't want to mess this one up. That's such an um, aggressive thing to say. So Evan would have taken cinnamon roll number one overall. Uh, I would have taken bacon and then cinnamon roll, and then I would have skipped out on coffee. Yeah, Grant, making fun of me for your diced potatoes dish that you home took fries. First. <laughs> diced potatoes <laughs> with some pepper. When you say diced potato, it sounds bad. Home fry, diced potatoes. There's different ones that I want right now, but I just. Hmm. Um, I'm just gonna go with the generic. I'm gonna go with a Waffle House waffle. It is sweet. It is perfect. It is fluffy. <laughs> Alex, it is sweet, bro. I'm putting an Eggo waffle on the graphic. I'm just <laughs> no. Then I'll change it. I'll change it to like Dude. any generic. No waffle. This yeah, is waffle just, place. Those are main dishes. Alex, what? it is a sweet item. It's a sweet item. Because you're you using syrup. What, oh. what, what? Okay, name a sweet item to you that's not cinnamon roll. Ugh. Coffee cake. What? That has. I was gonna pick that. I could have picked that. I could pick muffins. Alex, that's bread. All right, you're eating fu- bread. Alex, for future donuts. Drafts, if you're if you're confused, going. Oh my god. What? No one picked I didn't even write that down. That's a great pick. I have it on my list, but I didn't even write that. But no, Alex. In future references, if you're confused about a category, you should just ask, like, give me an example. Because, like, when I said sweet item, and I think Evan's brain went there, it's so obvious. It's just, like, any I thought about that type. stuff, but I was like, any? but waffles and pancakes are not pastries. So you pastries. really thought there was only one sweet item in a cinnamon No, roll. I thought well, there were several well. pastries. I just like, thought pancakes and waffles item, seems dirty. The sweet item can be a main dish. It's just sweet. It's a sweet item. It's not a side Single dish. It's just a sweet dish. 
because you're putting syrup on all of it and you can't draft syrup because that's we didn't have a miscellaneous category so it's gonna be sweet everyone knows if i'm getting the sweet thing you're gonna order a waffle a french toast a cinnamon roll there's like two ways you can do your breakfast <laughs> it's you can do it the generic eggs and eggs and meat or good news is biscuits and gravy like a side dish no relax 16 votes in no relax um cool or the key to be the breakfast hero is a tip from big cat is that you order a plate of like pancakes or french toast for the table and everyone you know like all right we're just gonna get a sweet in the middle because everyone wants a little sweet but usually you don't want to commit to it as your main meal you want a little substance to your breakfast were there any snubs honorable mentions donuts we mentioned um that didn't go wow someone just quoted the tweet it's very funny I thought um, hash brown patty could have been a play, but the hard part about that is really only McDonald's does them right. So you're kind of like boxing yourself in. But those are better than almost any other type of potato, honestly, when they make them all greasy. Um, Sausage patty. Sausage patty did not go. I was was thinking one of you were going to take – Bacon with one of the first two picks, and I would have loved to take sausage okay, patty. Yeah, you would have been privileged to take it. <clears throat> yes, it would. Um, pancakes are, the, are pancakes not hot anymore? I just thought I have just found myself to fall in love with just a waffle, a solid Belgium waffle. You have I need the crevices in it. Tell the people just, the truth. You've fallen in love with Waffle House waffles. They do the best waffle. <laughs> the, their batter and their sweetness to their perfectly cooked waffle every single time. Can't compete. I had two Eggo waffles on Monday morning. First time in like several years. Oh, Can't compete. Sweet item, Pop-Tart. That would have been a throwback. Pop-Tart. Toaster For strudel. A little dirty toaster breakfast. Toaster strudel. Well, French toast sticks. Really just the- French toast sticks. sticks, solid. The cinnamon bites sticks. from Burger King back in the day. Fish sticks. You know, you know. It's my favorite <laughs> breakfast. Timbits. Timbits. I said donuts. Did any, did any of you think about doing a- Mimosa or Bloody Mary for the beverage and go back I to was the scrambling and that, go Bloody Mary. I was scrambling I thought I and that was going to be Mary. my thing. Yeah, I was going to go. But Luke bullied him last time for Bloody Mary, so I think that rattled him off his You either love him or you hate him. That's kind of how that goes. Yeah. I love him. I don't think we're missing really anything else other than that. Well, yeah, um, we are. Muffins. Dude, Spam ham, is high quality. Ham's a legit. Ham's a legit. Uh, meat, but it's more just put in omelets than like. Neither of you, you guys aren't uh, you guys aren't grits fans. No, not Weird a texture oh, thing for oatmeal. me. <laughs> I do oatmeal like oatmeal. Very solid. But it'd be Granola? an absolute like nerd. Oh, oatmeal is a main dish then, Alex. Uh, maybe <laughs> that'd be another debate. <laughs> haven't found Oat. a haven't found a loophole. Depends how much oatmeal you have. If you're getting a McDonald's Depends oatmeal, Depends how much biscuits and gravy you have. Oh my god, I want to go eat breakfast now. You're not going to put one biscuit on your plate and pour some gravy on it, Evan. Uh, oh, millions of people do that every single day. Evan, the Twitter <laughs> won't lie to us, okay? I'm going to get it right, on Saturday on morning Instagram while too. we were eating breakfast. Did I have the side of sausage biscuits and gravy? I did. Yes, well, I did my, too. My chunky self, I, I got two very biscuits hungry. each. I got yeah. two biscuits. Yeah. I saw everyone else that went before me. They grabbed one biscuit and put a ladle of gravy on it. Yeah, you can't do that. Well, when I win the draft, you're just upset. Uh, I just think there's an asterisk. Evans you for got sure two really good main meals. What's my other main meal? 
Well, you got eggs, you got meat, you got coffee. Because that's the main meal. All right. And eggs you have over easy does pair really nicely. If Evan, someone just made a plate of Evan's breakfast, of course it would win. <laughs> yes. It's like a dream You're breakfast. About the breakfast bowl. king right here. The breakfast king. You guys gave me the Evan's win. horrible at sports drafts and good at food drafts. This is how yeah. it goes. You gave me this win. You this personally gave me this win. I honestly picked my first pick trying to screw you over, and it backfired. Backfired. But Evan's, Evan, Evan's key is that he just goes for it when risking to get vetoed, whereas Alex like gets a little scared. But as we learn, you should just send it and then get vetoed if it's too egregious. Yeah, I just guess I need to stop playing by the rules and cheat like you guys. Whoa! Start I've won some drafts. Hey, we gave you we gave you coffee. So we gave we you iced coffee. That was really dirty and gross. You had to give me that. We didn't. Grant skipped iced coffee to pick orange juice because he knew he wasn't. Listen, I wasn't with orange coffee. juice before I picked coffee. As a man of integrity, um, when Evan said coffee, I eliminated all coffees from my list. It was it was just going to be orange juice or bust. Breaking news: I'm going to the diner at 8:30 a.m. tomorrow, so I will tell you if I get sausage, biscuits, and gravy as a side. Yeah, send a picture out on the account. Let's just let the yes. people see what you're I'll eating. Post there. it out and say, hey, I'll have the runs in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is episode 81, start of college football, food, faster horses recap. All around great show. I feel like I said it almost every single time. But support it at Shot of MS everywhere. Um, 2,000 followers on Twitter now, getting close to it on Instagram. Slowly climbing. We'll be at Big Ten Media Days soon, like Evan said. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's no, a, we it's were a there. Dude, dude. It's a, Evan and I were there. (laughs) Um, And then YouTube, Spotify, Apple, retweet it, share the link with a friend, word of mouth, the best way to spread um, the podcast numbers, the growth. So that's it. Cheers to episode 81. Cheers. Cheers. Next time we might have a podcast, we might have a whole new Tigers team.